Hello, news enjoyers. Do you have a family? Gross. But if you said yes, or heck, didn't say yes, well, you should have a VPN in your home that may or may not have kids in it. And why not try ExpressVPN? It will keep every device in your home, that might be a family home, secure and safe from any weirdo trying to get your information. You see, all those devices you and your theoretical children use have a unique IP address that can expose all kinds of information about you and your theoretical children. ExpressVPN encrypts that and also does much more. You and your maybe existing kids like Netflix? ExpressVPN allows you to expand your access to their shows by changing your country. Take that, streaming program! So try out ExpressVPN for yourself and your perhaps family you might have. It's so easy that even a child that may or may not exist could use it. You just tap one button and it's good to go. So secure your maybe family's online activity and unlock tons of new shows by visiting expressvpn.com slash more news. Use our link and you can get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash more news expressvpn.com slash more news to learn more hello and welcome back to even more news the first and only news podcast my name is katie stoll that's your name mm -hmm. can't wear it out katie stoll katie stoll katie stoll hi i'm cody johnston is the name of me you say it one more time and i pop through your screen but mm -hmm. don't test that. I won't. Because I won't. I'm not prepared to do it. It hurts. I know. You know? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't Joining want us today, our, our very own Some More News head writer. You know him. You love him. Welcome, David Bell. Hi. I'm always Hello. like, I, I call you Dave and David, and I'm always like, which one is it going to be today? <laughs> That's fair. I was born David, and I yeah. uh, like, People I've known since like elementary school or like family call usually call me David. Yeah. But there was a point where I became Dave and I'm honestly not sure which you when prefer. that happened. Which you don't have a preference. No, absolutely not. I couldn't okay. possibly uh, like I couldn't be farther from having a preference preference. That's exhausting. <laughs> I have to acknowledge that my audio today is weird. I am back in Los Angeles cleaning out my old apartment and i didn't bring audio gear mm. i thought that maybe i wouldn't be able to do the show and it was just going to be you three but hooray i'm here but i don't have i'm so unprepared i don't even have headphones i thought that when <laughs> I, I thought that my apple headphones would plug into my apple computer but boy was i wrong about that how <laughs> Sorry, are you listening to us right now i am just listening to you I'm just listening. You don't need headphones. The speakers on the computer works. Right. I don't hear any, like, a feedback loop, though. Well, that's probably because like, you guys are all wearing headphones. Uh, mm. Zoom is just good about that. But, like, okay. Yeah, because I feel like... You could have, like, a big conversation with folks on Zoom with nobody wearing headphones, and it, uh, it takes all that into account. Kind of like Discord is a little bit good at, like, detecting certain things and buffering ah. stuff out. It's not cool. ideal. Headphones are better, probably, but... Uh, yes, I'm sorry. It is possible. So I'm going to chime in, but I'm going to see the nature of it is, is that we can't do we can't talk over each other, which is going to be a challenge for me. <laughs> I think we should play it fast and loose and whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Our editor is at home going, no, 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 no. You they, don't. Oh, they yes, just uh, want to. They just want to hear our voices. Yeah. Our editor is at home saying, I'm just going to use everyone's Zoom audio for this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I in my in my many years of podcasting, I have learned that that sound quality isn't the it's not a problem. I know. People don't care. They don't care um, unless it's really distracting. The thing that people don't like, which seems obvious, is don't eat while podcasting. Sure. No chewing. No other sounds. But if like one person sounds like they're in a well, people don't tend to care that much, I would argue. We all have an understanding, especially over the past couple of years, of people are recording where they're recording. They're calling in. You're getting a guest. Well, I'm not going to make sure that guest has the best podcasting mic, you know, this journalist that we want to talk to about whatever, you know? So we just go with it. Anyway, it's holiday time. I can't wait. Ooh, my Ooh. voice is echoing so nicely in this big empty room. It's perfect. Holidays. Don't worry about it. Holidays today, <laughs> August 4th is Hooray for Kids Day. Hooray! Hooray! Boo. Hooray. Boo. Oh, Boo contentious day. Interesting. Not into it. Not into the kids. All right. Are you okay with people like saying hooray for kids? Because you don't have Boo. to you don't have to support the kids, but do you support the people who are supporting kids? Yeah. I guess you gotta get you gotta get humans from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So right now it's the best system. No other way, yeah. At the at the yeah. moment. That's fine. And then Friday, August 5th. The day we've all been waiting for. We're all of us. Just waiting. Just all year all year round. We're just wondering, when is National Underwear Day? And wait no more. It's Friday, August 5th. Happy National Underwear Day, everybody. We did it. We, we made it. Another we made it. year. I, uh, I just got a pair of MeUndies with <gasps> lobsters on them. How do they feel? Exciting. Like they have lobsters on. That well, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Extreme no, they're they're silky off. smooth. Silky smooth me undies. We 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 now have the technology to replicate the me me undies uh fabrics I've noticed. You can get you can get a a version of me undies mm-hmm. anywhere now. Not to not to ruin their business, but you, you don't have to pay like $30 for oh. underwear. Like the Miundi fabric is really nice, but like it, it was unique for like a month, and mm-hmm. then you can find it at like anywhere. You can find it at JCP. Yeah, then it caught on. They're like, okay, we're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. I'll go so far as to wear a pair tomorrow in honor of this holiday. Yeah, I won't. But you'll wear a pair of underwear tomorrow in honor of this holiday. Yeah, just once. You know what? What could be yeah. the harm? Yeah, you might as well give it a shot. I mean, you might want to consult your doctor first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's good to have a day celebrating it, though. It's given us so much underwear. It really has. So um, no celebrating the kids, but underwear, you're... Kids don't need... We have, we have birthdays. We have... That's true. Holidays like where they get gifts. Halloween you know? is, like, literally for... Halloween. Yeah, it's all... Yeah. Every day is a kid day, really. The kids mm-hmm. are the ruler of... Their, they don't actually have power, but they also have all the power in a household. You know? Right. Everybody is waiting on them. They have no idea how truly free they are. It's true. Yeah. Free from the confines of society, aside from like the rules in their household. I actually have a, I have an argument against that. I think it sucks to be a child. I remember being a child. Everybody was terrifying. Everybody was awful. And like, you had no rights or no control and you didn't understand anything and you were broke. Yeah, Dave. I mean, you're not wrong. Both things can be true. Yeah. I just think it's awful. 
yeah, it, it is. I mean, there's elements that are awful and there are things I was very aware as a kid, as I got, especially like middle school on, I had this idea of, I'm going to miss this. <laughs> and also get me, I can't wait to have freedom, but I'm going to miss. This. Right. I think twenties, I think teens, I mean like five or six. Like uh, I, my mom had a dream that always stuck with me that she described. It was a childhood dream that she was being chased around by a skeleton and oh. then the skeleton had coffee with her mom. And that is kind of what it's like being a child <laughs> is everything's terrifying. And like adults are just like conspiring against you. Mm-hmm. And there's all these rules. Drinking, drinking these free. things you can't have. Yeah. You've had some hot takes today the screw children <laughs> and it sucks to be one yeah <laughs> honestly i can't wait to hear your thoughts on the news mm. you know mm. bring that bring that it, spice is this am i being controversial by saying that being a child sucks because i i really think it's i really think it's hard it's harder it's harder than we remember i think we remember the good stuff but being mm-hmm. like going to school no. every day uh all those rules having to go to bed at a set time, having to eat what someone tells you to eat. And not having the context and understanding of the rest of the yeah. world and the future uh, at that time. You're not wrong. You know? You're not, absolutely not wrong. But you also don't have any... I feel like at that time, if you knew mm. what you know now, then you'd be like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want, really. Like, this, none of this matters. Right. And, like, I, I have no responsibilities. But it doesn't feel like that at the time. Oh, yeah. For all our younger listeners... You can legally get in a fight with an adult and they can't hit you back mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're under 18. National There's Punch an Adult if you're a kid day. Coming up yeah. soon. You know, as a part-time mime, I have to not only wear a lot of makeup, but do things for money that I'm not always proud of. It's hard to get a mime gig, you know? And so when I'm not a mimin', I'm always a-looking for a something that will keep my skin healthy and also help relieve me of some moral guilt. Luckily, Thrive Cosmetics does both. That's cause, like C-A-U-S-E, medics. Because every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. The program is called Bigger Than Beauty, and they have over 300 partners giving to things like LGBTQ and education and racial and social justice causes. On top of that, they sell great products. Thrive has so many high-performance beauty and skincare products, all made vegan and cruelty-free. That's great. If I weren't trapped in this box, I'd go get some right now. But I am, so I can't. Their best-selling product, Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, has over 20,000 five-star reviews. They mimic the look of lash extensions without any damaging glue or expensive salon trips. They're easy to remove and their clean and nourishing ingredients support longer and stronger and healthier looking lashes over time. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash more news. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash more news for 15% off your first order. Meep, meep, mime sounds. Mimes are famous for the sounds. Meep. Meep. Okay, it's time to do the show. Um, since I wasn't originally going to be here, <laughs> Jonathan wrote up all these nice questions, and I'm not going to pretend that I wrote them. So, Jonathan, why don't, why don't you take it away? Speaking your- of lobsters on underwear. Exactly. Hopefully that underwear yeah. is giving you a jolt of serotonin so that you will get really <laughs> aggressive and try to form a hierarchy. If any of our listeners don't know, the Some More News episode about Jordan Peterson came out this week. Uh, it's three hours long. It's very good. It has been highly anticipated. Please watch it if you haven't yet. And since 
everyone's here. I wanted to ask some questions about it. First question I wanted to ask is about the Jungian archetypes. That's how this episode is structured. It looks at Jordan Peterson through the lens of Jungian archetypes, which is something he brings up frequently in his books and in his lectures. I want to know how you made the decision to structure it that way. Were you already halfway done and realized this is what you were going to do? Or was that the idea right from the beginning? I know that this is a Cody thing. Uh, yeah. We, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, we, we started writing it. It's really funny. I think back of when we were like, yeah, we'll write this in the weekend. We'll film it next week. Like it was going to be something we were going to like write real quick at one point and then realize, no, we can't. And I remember writing it and, and you clearly already had this in mind. Right. And so yeah, yeah. That's that's where my story ends, basically. Yeah, there was a, a back and forth at one point, basically, because I had been toying around with this idea for a long time, like not there's doing a Jordan Peterson episode isn't like a brilliant idea. It's just something you could do. But I've been wanting to do one about him for a long time, a couple of years. And then so I've got pages and pages of old notes and sections and paragraphs and stuff uh, that I was working on. Then uh, his wife got sick. He went into a medically induced coma. Uh, it was a whole thing, and we were basically like, let's wait. Let's not do it now. He's not going... Th he's going through a rough time. We don't need to pile on. And then when we returned to this, um, yeah, I just sort of had the idea that I wanted to explore it through this. I thought it would be interesting to approach it from kind of from his point of view, because he's so obsessed with archetypes and stories and stuff. There's a brief period where I, I wanted to do, like, a hero's journey aspect of it where like, yeah, I reject doing this. And then like at the lobster stuff, it's like you're in the belly of the whale. Like just like these little connections. Oh, but for our Joseph Campbell episode, he's going to get taken down. Exactly. <laughs> Take that, Joe. Joe Camby at it again. I feel like <laughs> at a certain point, it became clear that it was three hours without any added story. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, all right, let's like you did a pass where you were even taking out like little get like little gags that were getting us there originally where like we need to just start the episode like yeah yeah, yeah it was all the things like no 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 themes nothing we're just like we're talking about this guy um yeah. i remember talking to you at one point for like a long time on my porch just like telling you like yeah i want to do like this youngin archetype thing and then just sort of like explaining what they are and like how they would go and right. like trying to like get us on the same page and then eventually it's like that a little bit yeah yeah, it worked. It, it worked. worked. Like we say it in the episode, we play it kind of fast and loose uh, because we we wanted to make the points that you you had. Right. We wanted to include everything we could. And that didn't necessarily fit into those archetypes. Yeah, exactly. In every in every place. Yeah. But, so like, yeah, we played a little loose, but like knowing like, all right, there's going to be a, an entire section where we talk about his view of women. Anima and Animus, that's perfect. We're going to talk about how, like, he's got some, like, Nazi stuff going on. His shadow, perfect. He's actually a clown man, magician, weirdo, th the self. Like, it's just sort of, yeah, some, some fit yeah. really well and some didn't quite, but. I mean, speaking of the length, there are, I didn't count specifically, I think there are 30 plus minutes of uh, clips of Jordan Peterson talking God. in this episode. I think it's like a sixth of that the episode. Right. Um, 30 to 40 minutes would be my guess. And I know there was definitely an emphasis on, you know, we have to keep these clips at a certain length because a part of understanding Jordan Peterson is watching him and listening to him talk yes. for a long time. 
I, yeah, no, I think that was appreciated. So this was shared in the Jordan Peterson subreddit. I noticed. Oh, and fun! Much m- many subreddits these days are just people hating on the thing. If 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 you go into like the Game of Thrones subreddit, it's just people talking about how much they don't like Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Jordan Peterson subreddit is no different. There are people who are into them in that subreddit though, and I think we did the right thing because the people who I I was scanning that who are like this video is good even if I like, you know, even if I think Jordan Peterson helped me. A lot of what they were saying is they put his stuff into context. They didn't take these quick clips. Mm-hmm. That what I, ultimately I think that was the right decision is my point. We kind of had to, right? Yeah, no, that's great. I'm glad that uh, that's nice to hear. Because yeah, I don't. I mean, it. And I've seen people share clips sometimes where I'm like, he didn't really say that. Like he's not a very like. Sometimes he is the way he talks. We've described it in the yeah. show, um, and so it's kind of hard to parse. But like, oftentimes we and we give an example of that his enforced monogamy thing. Or it's like he didn't explain himself well because he doesn't do that often. <laughs> Uh, but that's not what he said. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. oh, sorry, I interrupted. Oh no, and I, I just I think uh, it is important to show that. And like, you know, there was one that there's the one section where I just explain what he says because there it literally is. Again, I'm not exaggerating. Six minutes of him explaining why climate models are bad and him talking about all these analogies about trading money and like it's hard to predict your 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 future and life, feel like your personal life. And like the chicken and the farmer analogy and then the grasshopper stuff. It's hilarious. It's an amazing six minutes to just hear him go and go and go and not make any sense. And I really wanted to be able to just like watch the clip, but we can't do five minute clips in the, in the episode. So yeah. it's a kind of a, a challenge to figure out like, what are the pieces that are relevant? What's the context around it that's relevant that doesn't misrepresent him? And how can we still not have to force people to watch a two minute clip of him? It's it's funny my yeah uh, doing the head writer gig whenever someone another writer has a clip I always check I always say is this clip a minute long is it 2 minutes if it hits a certain point I'm like oh nope got to cut this down mm-hmm. and it's just funny to like to do this one and to watch a minute and a half and go I guess all of it right. like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like these moments where it's like f- this is going against everything that I've told people and that I tell myself but you know, for this three hour long video, we kind of have to let a lot of these clips just exist on their own, which isn't to say, I think you can use a sentence or two of something someone says, depending on what it is. And it's not taking out of context sometimes mm-hmm. too. Cause like stuff like tweets or like, yes. you know, when he says, when he describes the Holocaust as like, I, I forget, he put in dream a dream kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, there's no context for some of these sentences that's going to make what he oh, said yeah. not fucked up. We add that. Um, I, I don't even know if you noticed this because it was after the fact. It was probably after you watched the video. I found another clip <laughs> where he talks about it's a whole thing. I was looking for more Cain and Abel clips. And he talks right. about Hitler and how you have to admire Hitler for his organizational skills. Right. Which is like, no, you don't. And like, it's that drill tweet, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and like, that's like it's it literally greg just like popped it in it's maybe four seconds long and it's fine that it's just him saying that because there's no scenario where that's like reasonable even if it's you gotta admire hitler he's so evil it's like then why do you have to admire him like there's no yeah there's no way to say you have to admire hitler dot 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 and that could be anything unless it's like a joke or like exactly yeah. yeah 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 you gotta admire hitler 
he killed Hitler. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. like there, there's one, but it's it's got to be especially challenging because I know you both were working on this on and off for since since 2021, like like actively. No, like, no, really? really. I think I think it's been months. It's been yeah. Well, he has been working on this in some capacity for years. For in some sure. capacity since like in 2018, some, yeah. 2019, like, probably. But during yeah. the active writing process, I feel like there have been some big jordan peterson viral moments and i want to like i think him on rogan talking about climate change i think up yours woke moralists that thing <laughs> uh, i i feel like you must have been writing and then had to be like oh well we gotta figure out a way to get this in there yeah you mm -hmm. can tell actually because the the script began originally with the climate change joe rogan clip that went viral and that was when we started writing it, mm -hmm. which like because you know when whenever we talk about somebody or a subject you start with what's the most topical thing, the what's the foot in the door. And at the time, that's what that was. Mm -hmm. And we, yeah, and then we add the Elliot Page stuff kind of down the line, and it ended up working. But, like, had I had the, the chance to rewrite it, I probably would have started with the Elliot Page stuff. Right. As opposed to that, but it all worked out, you know? Yeah, I think it's still, it's, may, yeah, I think maybe we would have kept it just because I feel like the climate change stuff is so very obviously wrong like there's yeah, no we, like there's nothing you have to really you just have to let him talk yeah and, we also bookend yeah. it a little bit with it so yeah. it works and that was that was uh late january was him on rogan talking about climate change so yeah that's yep. pretty much when we kind of started that process and then like i remember like we have emails uh back and forth and this happened also uh with the musk script recently but like i remember like just like emailing dave like yeah he's on daily wire plus now you got to watch this daily wire plus video of his and like right. stuff like that where it's just like as we were writing it he became even more like dunkable um like it was a very funny period because we were like we're gonna finally do this and that's when it was like woke moralist twitter not beautiful tweet like all that kind of stuff was right. happening while we were uh working on it so you know we try to i mean in any episode not just a peterson episode we try to keep up as much as we can with like what just happened. And sometimes we're just not gonna, sometimes we're, we'll put out that, that abortion episode, the day that mm -hmm. the actual, uh, the ruling comes out, you know? Yeah. And exactly. we're, we're usually prepared for that, but yeah, that's one of yeah. those, the Jordan Peterson thing. It's like, who the hell knows what he's going to say every like day to day. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, that's one of the reasons it's three hours long. Yeah. He just talks and talks and talks uh, all the time about anything and everything. And he's wrong most of the time or a lot of the time. And so uh, it's just like for me, I have, you know, I watch a bunch of clips of him and try to get these these ideas together. And then that makes my YouTube algorithm keep sharing me more and more Jordan Peterson clips. So eventually my like YouTube shorts feed is just like. Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson, Alpha Mind Central, like all these sort of like all that kind of stuff. And it turned into a 36 page document of just like a new he, he said this too. he said this I, now. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Have you cleared your YouTube search <laughs> yet? <laughs> Not yet, but I have started to uh, dislike any Peterson video I see. So Good I'm idea. at least actively telling the algorithm, I don't like this anymore. Please stop showing it to me. <laughs> um, but for, yeah, for the past few months, it's just been so many just like these 30 second snippets of him fucking just talking. You still say his name all the time. You'll probably get targeted ads uh, for his fucking web seminar or whatever. Uh, 
Daily Wire Plus. The worst is uh, every now and then I'll find myself speaking like him. <laughs> I'll describe something that I'll go, it's like, and then like describe it some more. It's like, no. you know, those little, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh no, Dave, you can't, that can't happen. <laughs> well, it's complicated. These things it's are complicated. complicated. Yeah. <laughs> After, uh, when, I, when I was going through the script uh. and like I was clicking on and, and watching every clip, and that was the all that was in my headphones just for hours and hours and hours. And so yep. I was thinking and speaking with in like an impression, not like not doing a <laughs> Canadian impression, just like a mm -hmm. Jordan Peterson impression very specifically in my head, like thinking like that and speaking like that. It's uh, if it, it feels good for me that this episode is finally out, it must feel mm -hmm. great for both of you that this episode is out. Yes, it's yes. It's an incredible relief a aside from like. It's nice that all the stuff is out there now. Like, there's some things that I've wanted to talk about in relation to him for a long time, and I'm glad it's like finally out there. But then, just like, oh, we're done. It's okay for now. Yeah, right. Well, well yeah. So it's like, it's like, no, we're not. You know. And you think right. like, well, all right. <laughs> for a That's long perfect. time, we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're probably uh, done. We for need a to while. let it. You need to let it. It percolates some more. Yeah. Well, we've uh, one of our <laughs> our thoughts is basically like we've settled on we won't do another thing on him unless he directly addresses it. Yeah. I would also say the reason this is so long is we have to take into account, you know, everything. Cody. Exactly. It's everything. Well, yeah, because uh, if we don't, then <laughs> then it's really about nothing. So like then exactly. what, then what did we do? We didn't do anything. So it right. be about everything. how can yeah. our how can our model be correct if it doesn't take into account? everything right. right so like but okay. it is true is we <laughs> so imagine you're like a cockroach right okay okay and uh every day the light goes on and you scurry away okay one day the light's not going to go on and you're gonna be like okay well now i can do a video about it sorry dave what were you gonna say <laughs> no that's basically it no it's just that the next time we do a video about him it's going to be everything he's done since this video yes exactly and so that was the thing is we had to cover all the things he had done. And so it's kind of like the Ben Shapiro one where we did a Ben Shapiro one later, but we could hone in on like this specific thing about him. Mm -hmm. And I think we can do that in the future if we have to, if we have to, which yeah. is like, if he, he keeps doing this, like, you know, all the pronoun stuff, we can do a video just on that. Just on that. Or like, yeah, if he does end up opening a church, if he ends up uh, trying to become prime minister of Canada, which I do right. think he might. I still think he might. Uh, he talks about Trudeau a lot recently. I don't know. Mm. He said he, w he wouldn't be happy until he's prime minister. Not great. Not great. Not great. It's not, not good. <laughs> I'd posit that uh, if he it's becomes like, no. prime minister, he will not be happy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for answering some questions about the episode. Congrats on it being out. Uh, let's take a break and come back and talk about the news. Woo! Hey, news dogs. If you know me, you know that I love doing parkour. In fact, right this second, while I am recording this ad, I'm literally in the air between two neighboring parking garages, just soaring like a cannonball, flipping upside down, landing perfectly on the roof of a Toyota Matrix. And I'm doing that 
while wearing tree runners from all birds. Tree runners are a lightweight, extremely breathable sneaker made from the fibers of a eucalyptus tree. They are so light and silky soft that you can wear them for really, truly any occasion, whether you're parkouring at the beach or parkouring at home or parkouring at the city or parkouring into a wedding or simply parkouring after a long day of parkouring. I've now not only landed on the roof of a car, but slid across it and sprung onto the next car over that car like some sort of weird squirrel. It's a shame you can't see me right now. Boy, I sure am running from car to car. And this whole time, my feet feel great. So breezy and perfect for a summer day of parkour. Not to mention that tree runners have no unnecessary frills or logos, so I can parkour pure, just like parkour God intended. So try them out, why don't you? Find your new favorite shoes for sunny days and upcoming travel at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Sick parkour, bro! And we are back from that break. Ooh, yes. Yeah. We are, we are juiced up. We oh, are ready. We are juiced up. I am. I'm no, drinking pomegranate juice. You're bringing. Oh my goodness! Is it palm wonderful? Yeah. Um. Very, the very first project I did in LA was um a web series called Prom Queen, which is actually kind of a big deal. We're like the first web series. Ooh. But we were. Yeah, our faces were on the front page of MySpace. <laughs> and they paid us a hundred dollars a day. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, but they gave us all the palm wonderful we could drink because we were sponsored Ooh. by it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's delicious, but I am. Uh, it's actually not great for podcasting because it gets caught in your throat a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh huh. Yeah. But, it's powerful. You know. Also, it's, you if you spill it, you got some stains. Yeah, that's fine. I, I know we're about to talk about the news, but since we're talking pomegranates, I have to share. We are one of my most favorite snack recipes. Dessert anytime. Yum. Um, <laughs> I take ice, vanilla Icelandic yogurt. My favorite is Icelandic Provisions Vanilla because it's really creamy, really delicious. And it's got a lot of protein in it. Okay. But you you can't taste the protein. It just tastes like really creamy yogurt. (laughs) You can't taste the protein. Can't taste the protein. (laughs) And okay. So then (laughs) I take. It's like like biting into a burger. Like you can really (laughs) taste the protein. Well, no, I realized as I'm saying something is full of protein, a lot of times I. That gives me a chalky taste. Oh, yeah. It's like chalky. You're like, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it made me think it would be a meaty yogurt. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's just a nice thick yogurt. Okay. Anyway, that's just the base. What I fucking do is I take frozen pomegranate seeds, Ooh. which they sell in not every store, but surprisingly most stores in the frozen fruit section. Sometimes I get like frozen blueberries too, but there's something about that tart frozen and i just put a ton of them in there and i put mini chocolate chips right because it's the same size relative to the pomegranate seeds and i'll sprinkle whatever else like a granola or i like i'll be very specific nairn's oat biscuits they're delicious they're like a little chocolate chip cookie and i crumble it up on top and it's like a goddamn ice cream pie that sounds delicious it's so good and relatively like i don't know i don't there's no there's protein so it's like more satiating you know what i mean instead of just giving you a sugar spike 
Yeah. Not demonizing sugar. I love sugar, but I have found it to be just such a nice treat. Anyway, talked about that for a while. And now we're going to talk about midterms. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> just a oh, couple of midterms. No. Yeah. Not, not our midterm exams. Well, mm. kind of our midterm exams. It's like America's. America's midterms, midterm exams. Exam. Yeah. I don't know if they're passing, but we'll start with the the good one that they ace, which would be in Kansas. In Kansas's primary elections, they resoundingly rejected an amendment that would have removed the right to get an abortion from the state's constitution. It was 59% to 41%. And this is a state that Trump carried um, pretty easily uh, in 2020. And I think this is a good... Well, I mean, there's other midterm elections to talk about, but let's talk about this one yeah. for a bit. Well, Trump yeah. is also pro-choice, so right. right. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's almost it's almost as if pro-choice is long been the norm that mm. we've accepted, and the concept of being so pro-life or or pro-anti-choice or whatever you want to call it, those are traditionally associated with you know religious fanatics mm-hmm. who are a fringe part of the country. And that's how we've thought of it for a very long time. And that's because that's what it actually is. what it is. It's just now yeah. the, the court is overwhelmed by them. <laughs> yeah, a, a small group of fanatics have taken over the court or taken over key positions. Uh, it's like this is maybe like, like many issues in the country where a minority of the country uh, is against something that overwhelmingly everybody actually supports. And yeah. if you poll them or ask them directly, like... Do you like want this or not? It comes out like this. Yes. It's almost like that, Cody. That's it's, that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I would say it's exactly that. Mm. I mean, th- there is a lot. Obviously, Roe is over the overturning of it was extremely unpopular across party lines. People see it as ridiculous. And for obvious reasons. I'm curious what you guys think in terms of if this will be a motivator if this is something to be indicative of in the upcoming midterms, I think, you know, obviously this, especially in some states will be a motivator for people coming out. I think it's important to note that Kansas is not as red as everybody thinks it is. There, there are, there's nuance to that state. You know, there, there, there are big cities that liberal pockets that help and people turned out specifically for this vote as opposed to showing up for you know a general democratic you know democrats so so there is that yeah there's you shouldn't underestimate apathy and like as as like there i don't know about you but i was happy when i saw this i wasn't like of course i was like oh thank goodness Yeah, yeah yeah because there was a time where Trump was running for president. And I remember in my head thinking like, well, obviously not him. Right. You know, that's the thing is that I think that's was part of the shock of Trump, Trump, you know, specifically for, you know, white people, not maybe not everybody, but certain honkies like myself were like, Oh my God, I can't believe the country is actually like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a little bit of a shocker. And so like, I think the lesson I came out of that is never underestimate, you know, mm-hmm. uh, never assume. So like to see this vote, it was like, oh, I'm so happy. And I really hope the midterms will reflect that 
but who yeah knows? well yeah because it is this sort of i think there is a bit of a disconnect between like the actual issue and the messaging from the party that purportedly wants to do something about it and hopefully this is sort of a signal to them like no vo- be very vocal about this issue and what you want to do and what you're going to do yeah to actually bring people out for them so that they can do something about it instead of the these these measures yeah because uh i think they're like Again, like and we talked about this before, we're just the majority of people agree on a lot of things that would be good for people uh, and the Democratic for people uh, and the Democratic Party is not very good at communicating that they are even pretending to want to do those things. Uh, no, they're they. No, absolutely not. I agree with everything you guys have just said. And I want to echo the fact that I did. I felt joy. I felt relief. It is. Mm-hmm. I am very accustomed to the news, a breaking news alert being something that makes my stomach turn. And this was thrilling to see, and it does give me some hope. But I don't want to get, I want to be honest and realistic when we look at it. You know, it's like, yes, this means that this affirms what I thought, which is that it's very difficult to take away rights once you've been given them. You know, it's very difficult to strip this country of something that we've grown accustomed to and they are doing it, but it gives me hope that they won't be able to do it for long. Yeah. Uh, this that- vote was still, it was still playing offense, right? Or sorry, playing defense because it's like a, they were voting for them to not do something bad. Right. It's not even like, uh, it's not even like voting for something to progress in a good way. It was simply voting to not make something worse. I'll say one, yeah, I'll say one thing about this that's unique or maybe not. I just want to flag it as we're watching, you know, is that, okay, so this is more of a turnout than expected by far for a midterm. That's, that's, and this is not Mm -hmm. normal for Kansas. Again, this is an issue. Kansas, yeah. For probably anywhere, but like, but what you're also seeing is a huge turnout amongst independents. Or you know, people that that are aren't really are probably more apolitical even because they're not. But but this they this it was worth it to them to show up for this, and that is interesting to me. And that is also interesting to me if we can continue that in other places. You know, I yeah. think it'll be a big question of whether this translates to other states where a abortion provision is not mm-hmm. specifically on the ballot. You know, because that's what mm-hmm. they're saying. Abortion's on the ballot, but ev- not everywhere it is. Well, you, you'll right. have to vote for a candidate that agrees with exactly. you on a specific it thing. It only is in that sense, yeah. But yeah. I'm curious if this passion will translate to other places in terms of like, well, we don't have it on the ballot, but I'm going to show up for this person because this is this is important enough to me i'm i don't know i'm curious i also well i was stoned and walking and i know that everyone's going to be like well actually this is why it's impractical but it just occurred to me like god damn it i wish that we could just we can have ballot measures that we vote on that like like ask us let's ask us everybody in california about you know universal health care about this this why don't instead of you fucks debating it why don't and i know that there's logistics of that i know that there's it's expensive but what if they if we actually in we had our people that we've we elect to go in and represent us but we literally take the question to the people because i think that well i don't think they want that because they wouldn't like what they see 
Yeah, I I do think there'd be some success with that. I do also feel like it it kind of depends on where because I I sure I have a theory. My key the I I think the key is with the abortion stuff is that most Americans for the most part just want things to be not hard. They don't want to have to think about politics. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have to think. They just want to live their life, go see movies, work their job, make money, etc. Be able to uh, afford their rent. Right. For better or for worse, that's what they want, which is why I think the GOP, where I think they're failing, is that usually they can harness that because they're all for maintaining the status quo, right? They're all for let's keep things the way they are. What they've been lately, though, isn't that. It's been Trump. Mm -hmm. It's been people going, okay, this is getting out of hand. Like, I don't know what your deal is at this point. You're making, you're exhausting. Like, I feel like there's an element there. And again, it's just a theory with the with the Roe v. Wade stuff. It, I think it's that, too, because for people like while the GOP sees this as like we're bringing it back, you know, we're mm-hmm. we're going back to the status quo, considering that Roe v. Wade has been around since what, the 70s? For most people, this is them disrupting the status quo. And now we're getting these stories of like horrific tales of young girls having to leave the state to get abortion. And all this, all these ideas around, like, are they going to enforce this? Are they going to not let women travel state to state? And I think it's for most average Americans, they're reading this shit and they're just like, you know what? We need to reverse this. We need to put it like, this is, this is too much. Yeah. This is like, it doesn't even matter. I think what people feel unless they're really strongly feeling that abortion is murder. If they're on the fence about it, they're now looking at this and going, this is exhausting. And, like, anybody who's, like, centrist on an issue sees that, like, this is more work. It's just more work that they've created for America. And, 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 and so that's my most cynical view is that the people are voting based on that. Even if uh, I, I, I'd like to think they aren't because, as we're noting, it's like a lot of people came out for this vote, yeah. right? It wasn't, it wasn't apathetic at all. It was people going out specifically to do this. So I could be completely wrong. I think that. that there's probably a great many reasons why people yeah. were motivated yeah. to come out. So I know I think, yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think that like stuff, like if they voted on universal basic income and like radical things, I think we'd be a little disappointed based on this result is that like, I think it's more about status quo for people than it is about progressive ideals or like, you know, I do think those ideas have been more popular, obviously, over time. Yeah, I, I'll just interject to say I definitely wasn't thinking that of universal basic income as an example, sure. but more in line with more of everyday issues. Although not that universal and basic income wouldn't become something, but you know that probably takes time to integrate into people understanding. But you yeah. know, at this point. You know, people have to understand and understand the, the the effect that their health insurance and how quickly they can lose it, you know? Right. I was about to say, it goes back to what Cody was saying with messaging, right? Is if a candidate is like, hey, you know how you can't afford rent because minimum wage is this amount? Like, here's a solution. Like, people could be sold on these ideas and the ideas go back to, don't you just want to live? Like, mm-hmm. don't you just want to go out, watch movies, uh, make money, do your thing? Have, afford a house afford a family that's all most people want and they don't want to worry about this stuff and so like if a politician came al- around and was like here's how we do it 
all yeah. you got to do is check this box right you it's know, like during the midterms it's tough because yeah because there's also so much noise around each party and right. all these views of what each party actually represents and so on and so it's like you have to like change the name of your party to be like raise the minimum wage party <laughs> like be like name your party after the policy just so that people know yeah Right. A jury uh, just ruled a couple hours ago that Alex Jones has to pay $4.1 million to the parents of a Sandy Hook victim in their defamation case against him. Uh, he could also be on the hook for punitive damages, which might be known by the time this comes out. So it could be a multiple of that mm-hmm. $4 million. I have hey. a question. Yes. How many people is this a payout to? Do you know? It's... I, it's family. to the one family, to the parents okay. of uh, a victim at Sandy Hook. I wasn't sure if there were like multiple people, but okay. I there, wonder right. if other people, can other people speak up and do their own lawsuits? I think there are other lawsuits pending. I think this is the first major one. I might be wrong on that. Right. Um, that has gone to a jury verdict. Right, but the reason they sued him is because of the standard defamation. They're specifically calling out that the the child's father was called a liar by Alex Jones in addition to him saying that uh, Sandy Hook was a false flag and that there were crisis actors involved and he personally criticized the parents of this kid. So that's what this defamation case right. was about. But uh, I really wanted to highlight some of the very amusing things that happened at the trial yesterday or on Wednesday, when Jones was on the stand, a lawyer for the Sandy Hook parents revealed that Alex Jones's lawyers had accidentally sent him a digital copy of Jones's cell phone, including every text message he had sent for the last two years. Yeah, no, the entire digital copy of the phone, which is not only very embarrassing, but proves that he was lying when he said he couldn't find any emails that he'd Mm -hmm. sent about Sandy Hook. How do you accidentally do that? Do you, does anybody think that maybe he did it on purpose because he's of con- a conscience? Yeah, I was going to say, is this the devil's advocate where he like suddenly is just like, I can't do this anymore. Right, right. Like, I know I agreed and like, yeah, yeah but. You might want to spin it that way. I love, there's like, I, I saw somebody sharing, there's this a still shot picture of him, the lawyer in court watching as this information is revealed, like with his hand and his finger like in a thinking man pose but like really stiff like Mm -hmm. like trying so hard to appear casual and considering but anyway it made me laugh i don't know i don't where does he get his lawyer like is it the sort of situation where most lawyers are like i'm not defending that guy yeah and then you get you take what you can get oh yeah i don't think his lawyer is good yeah um right yeah this this is one of those like never um attribute to malice what you could to incompetence type thing i think most lawyers even though alex jones has plenty of money um most lawyers will be like no i'm not gonna defend you after that horrible shit you did so yeah this is lionel hutz or whoever he was able to yeah it makes me wish there was a better way of handling people like alex jones and there's no i i can't think of a way that isn't horrifying where it's like, well, the government shouldn't regulate information, obviously. But like, there, we should have a system where someone goes on the air and says this horrible thing was a hoax, and I'm targeting the family, etc. Uh, I feel like there should be a system where they get in trouble, right? Where they get fined, or where something, or where where like they're not allowed to. But then when I the when when you, the wheels turn with that, I'm like, well, there's literally no way to do that. 
without it being like fascist or something mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah. So like we have to rely on a system where someone has to sue this person and sue them so much and so hard that they are reduced to having you know not having and a platform they get a anymore. bad lawyer who makes mistakes and like right, all these sort exactly of things i think about like someone like tucker carlson it's like well he could probably get a good lawyer you know he could he could worm out of these situations it's weird and i don't know what the answer is there i but, haven't uh i haven't seen any of the prominent free speech absolutists coming to jones's defense yeah right, he's recently. tainted he's tainted well it's too grotesque what he's done Right, and this is how it works, right? This is even the fr- free speech absolutist. This is what it is. is He is allowed to say whatever, and then someone is allowed to sue the ever-living shit out of him. Right. Like, right. this is free speech working. If, and that's what I mean is, like, there's this emotional part of me that's like, why isn't there a better way? And then right. it's like, well, this yeah, is kind can, can of Can we the call way. somebody and just put him in jail? Like, yeah, yeah, and then it's like, but I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that scenario. Because there's, there's conspiracy theories that are far more, like, far less harmful that it's like yeah if you yeah. if you know if you want to believe in in these on bigfoot or whatever you right. know you should you should have a podcast where you talk about bigfoot good for you and it's like it all kind of falls under the same thing except obviously this is uh way more insidious yeah and like in and there's always the question like well who's deciding what's misinformation and so on and so right. forth like you know in it's like a popular example but i it makes sense like in what like 2003 if you're saying like there's no, there are no wmds uh this is a bullshit war blah, blah 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 that's misinformation to the government at the time that wanted to go to war with iraq right right and i do feel like someone should get punished for that right because it results in the in the, the slaughter of oh i mean so yeah they people. should be like in the hague but like right uh... and that's what it is is i think i think it has to do with like figuring out proving the malice behind it and the the consequences feels like a fundamental question for our time yeah because i mean you i look at donald trump election Mm -hmm. like and the internet and the internet and i do i don't know if you guys watched or saw that clip um of the judge pushing back like i don't we probably don't have it available but Right. She was so incredible the way she spoke to him where he's like, well, I don't believe that that's true. And she's like, but that's not how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't your show. It is. Uh, it is. This is not your show. This is truth. And that's how truth works. It doesn't matter what you believe or say you believe. Yeah. Say you believe so is, the, is the key there because I do he knows, but sorry, it's so I do have the this that. is not your show audio if you want. to. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do it. You may not say to this jury that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it again. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. You're already (laughs) under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today in just those two examples. It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth while you testify yet here i am you must tell the truth (laughs) while you testify this is not your show do you understand what i have said yes i believe what i said was true so i don't yes you believe everything you say is true but it isn't your beliefs do not make something true that is that is what we're doing here 
Just because you claim to think something is true does not make it true. It does not protect you. It is not allowed. That feels there good. Is, that feels ooh, good. It does. Yeah. really feels good. Whenever they're held under these bright lights and they're forced to just meekly say what the truth is, mm -hmm. I, I wish everybody who's a fan of people like him or like or or any of these any of these fucking clowns to see these moments for them like they should all they should all have these moments right it's yes. so satisfying it's also a little disturbing because even when put under these harsh lights in this very serious situation you can tell he can't help himself mm -hmm. there's something there's something not quite right about him as well where he is not he's he's lived in this bubble for so long that I don't think he realizes that there's consequences. It's it's Marjorie Taylor Green. It was the mm -hmm. same deal with her on the stand, well, which you can tell like she's so used to. It comes so naturally to spin things that when you're actually like pressed in this way, they don't know what to do. Yeah, well, they, they flounder. And they... Digging. There's no. There's no way you can't come back out of it unless you're gonna yeah. have a real dark night of the soul and a revelation of some sort, which they're not. There aren't. There isn't a bottom. Yeah, they're not it's capable all, of that. It's all an opportunity. They're just going to keep digging because they don't care. I would um, argue no one's capable of that. It is important to know yeah. that he did ultimately say that Sandy Hook happened. Right. I would just, it, it's that thing of like, it's extraordinary to watch because it is, I don't think anybody's capable of it. It's just some people are in that hole more mm -hmm. where it's like, if, you, if I were told that every blade of grass has a soul and everyone I step on, causes excruciating pain and i am a mass murderer i would my brain would do something to say no that's not true you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's like it being told like you are doing such something so harmful and and it's objectively bad he has no choice but to like double down at this point he is so deep in that hole that yeah. it's like what do you do yeah like, he has one years. mode um and it's it's where he gets money it's how he's lived it's how he interacts with everybody and so it's just this sort of weird breakdown. It's so interesting watching him. The he's learning about his phone because it's almost right. childlike. There's an element of him just like, oh, uh, you know, I, I, I sort of like it's like this sort of like shameful, like head down, like kicking the dirt child right. approach. Um, but like, no, man, don't you like scream about the interdimensional like sex demons on your show all the time and now you're just like oh heck i didn't you know uh so you're right. so you so you lied to me it's like what the fuck man right it's just like you everything about his life has been has been a tremendous waste mm. and not only that is causing harm to people and he their only choice for him is to turn around and walk back the other direction and that's gonna take decades yeah to become to to make up for that you know There's but he's no not going, going to he uh he made it very clear like yeah we're gonna keep doing it you know i, I wanted yeah. to i wanted to stop info wars uh, years ago but you know then i had to you know the globe <laughs> i forget the exact quote it was like the globalist like kept me in the game or whatever right and it's it's one of those things like i you know i donald trump's not gonna go to jail um uh, or prison probably i think we can all generally agree with that but maybe yeah. you know maybe who knows but like it's one of those things where like i want i want that i want this for him too like you want to see yes. like a serious person on camera he's under oath like obviously he's gonna lie and try to do the thing he does but like just 
show him the proof of the thing to his face finally and just see that flounder unfortunately i don't think that that would be satisfying like this because we've seen him asked pointed being asked pointed questions and he's just but not in a courtroom setting not that's in a the thing right setting. That's yeah. fair. And but. also, they will probably have access to Alex Jones's texts and emails related to January 6th now. <laughs> it, it's what everybody wants, right? We're craving that. And we're, we're finding it where we can and things like this. Yeah. But that's ultimately, Trump is the ultimate version of this. It's, it's what we want so bad. Yeah. But do we even deserve it? Who knows? I don't know. It is, it is high time for people to start facing consequences like that's what it is right didn't they just um this is unrelated news <laughs> but it has to do with a consequence didn't they just arrest some some cops uh the cops who uh shot brianna taylor they're uh, name, right? they were charged with federal civil rights uh charges today that's oh, interesting wow. there's just it's stuff like that where it's like it doesn't make the situation better. You know, it doesn't make Sandy Hook any better. It doesn't make uh, any of these tragedies better. But it's not, it's I think people really need to have that re reaffirming moment that there is justice. So, yeah, sometimes it's yeah, whether it takes years or whatever. You and know, it kind of um, does. It takes a while, you know. Uh, yeah. And so when was Sandy Hook? 2012. Jesus. God. Yeah. Two presidents ago. Yeah, so it, it is nice. It's nice to see this. Uh, it's nice to see that there's some sort of order. Yeah. All right, let's real quick, let's real quick talk about uh, what's been going on the last two days with HBO Max. First, we heard that the Batgirl movie was not going to be released in theaters or on HBO Max, and then we found out that that extended to Scoob Holiday Haunt. And, Ooh. and then a bunch of uh, HBO Max originals were going to be pulled from the service and that this is all likely because they can make more money as a tax write-off and <laughs> releasing uh, their content. so confused since HBO Max came up because we have the HBO app and then the HBO Max app. I'm like, the fuck is this? But HBO Max just has all of the HBO stuff. And I'm like, okay, so now it's basically just their app, right? But now I'm understanding. Like, I didn't realize the difference. It's so stupid. Anyway. Yeah. It's someone. So they did that merger with Discovery. And there's a new CEO, right? And I there's been a few n bits of news coming out. There was one where they said the new Fantastic Beasts. He announced, like, we're not going to make any more sequels until we see how this new one does. Which you think is how movies are supposed to be made. Mm -hmm. But it hasn't been for the longest time. And I think what happened is someone looked at the book's with after this merger and they said what are we doing we're hemorrhaging money our everything is wrong and i think that's what we're seeing and if people are wondering why for example a movie with ezra miller uh who is still at large have we caught <laughs> yeah, them yet have so. we caught ezra miller who they are like fucking king kong they're they're just on a rampage why uh, their flash movie is still existing and this isn't I think it's because their Flash movie is in theaters and this is on streaming. Mm -hmm. And what we're seeing is there's a, I was just talking to Abe about this uh, on another podcast, is like there's definitely a streaming versus theatrical release thing happening. And when a movie costs $90 million and goes to streaming, 
they don't really know how much that made because it's all subscription. So I think whoever's in charge there is now like, okay, we're ter- we're we're stopping this. Mm-hmm. We are done with streaming. We are moving on. We're doing like HBO TV shows and stuff. But I think there's just gonna, I think, I think there's gonna be a lot of changes, and it's not about Batgirl specifically, but Batgirl was on the slab. And mm-hmm. that isn't really defending it. I'm uh, to be clear. I'm not defending the decision being made, but that seems like why it was made. Mm-hmm. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, every uh, it's uh, there was that. I mean, the Netflix boom, and then there were 20 different streaming services. And in order to maintain that, you need to, like you're saying, like hemorrhage money and just like pump as much into it, make yeah. as many things as you possibly can, and like just keep people like aware of your streaming service but it's just like you're not going to make money through that model. it's a bad system and the streaming it, like i think it i think people piracy is coming back for mm-hmm. this reason it's it's the pandemic made it a big deal and now we're going technically going out of the pandemic i wouldn't say we are but <laughs> people are saying that mm-hmm. movie theaters are open and I, I think it's this realization of like, okay, we we overshot it. We put mm-hmm. way too much into streaming. Yeah. And movie theaters are great. Who doesn't like going to see a movie? Exactly. Honestly, me these days. Uh, well, but the one, I think the one streaming service that will uh, come out of this uh, strong is Daily Wire Plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we know they've got a sound business model. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, guys, that does it for us this week, but we will be back next week. So, you know, check it out. Keep that in mind. Go ahead. Why why don't you plug your stuff? I'll plug my stuff. I mean, I, I, uh, some more news. Check out some more news. (laughs) Uh, I just worked on a Jordan Peterson video. Uh, I also, with Tom Ryman, run a podcast network called Gamefully Unemployed. Just go to, I mean, Google that. There's podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we do mostly movie stuff, movie news, movie reviews. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, if you pay $5 a month, you get access to some podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, which is exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, which is a X-Files podcast. We also have a few more on there. We watch movies every Friday with our Patreon uh, subscribers on Discord. Uh, so check it out. Very That's prolific. It. And as for us, you can check out our YouTube channels. Some more news. You can yeah. like and subscribe there in the apps. That's oh. good for us. We love uh, the we subs. We have a page. Don't talk over me because you went through Mario. And I love a playful bit, but. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we have a Patreon. We have a Patreon, and uh, we do fun things on there. We also have a Discord. We have all the things. Check them out. Check out the things. And while you check out all the things, I just would like you to keep in mind that we love you very much. Can I say it? Yeah. Much. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>